Blog Talk Radio. Mama's Pearls. I am your hostess, Cynthia, and here at Mama's Pearls, we like to say that we take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. You can find us online at www.mamaspearls.com. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and Tweet. And, you know, if you feel like calling in and chatting with us today, the number is 347-327-9450. Now, we've been holding a pretty cool space the last month. I, I, I mean, for the last whatever since I started it, but really in this past month, really getting to the good to the good, meaty, juicy stuff. And last week we were talking about the kids' room, about basically creating new spaces, learning how to look at your house as more of a family home and kind of taking a different angle on it. Basically getting on your knees and seeing it through the eyes of your children. Your eyes, your children see their space so much differently than we do. But creating an environment for them to grow, to thrive, to explore, it is so important that your kids feel welcome in, their, in your house. And, you know, I, I had a little slip up there because when we were talking last week with Jeanette Simpson from Kids Space Interior, we, we kind of raised the question as whether you see your own house as just your house or do you see it as a family house? And then kind of go back to your, the, the house you grew up in with your parents do you see that as your childhood home or as your parents' home? You know, now that I moved out and I have my own home, I see, you know, my parents' house is my parents' house, but my home is now my family home. So working within the space and finding other things to do to kind of support your children, move things around, and other creative ideas is what we were exploring last week on Creation Space with with Jeanette Simpson from Kids Space Interior. Today we're moving into another space, and we've been kind of threading this, this string of pearls about different energies and working towards this new earth and what it really means to kind of attune and, and transcend. And it brought me back to the space of, of becoming a mother. And considering that this Sunday is Mother's Day, and I'd like to take this opportunity to wish everybody a beautiful and happy Mother's Day, but also to remind you to kind of look back on that journey yourself. People have so many different experiences in becoming a mother. Some are positive, some are sad, some are, you know, heartbreaking. Some moms get completely sick for, like, their entire pregnancies and others have it so completely easy. Um, Some get huge and ginormous, like me. Other moms, you know, you can't even tell that they're pregnant, like Melissa. Um, And, you know, that whole, whole individual process, but when I was, when I was pregnant with my son, I just so, 
I don't know, I just so felt for the first time that I was so connected to source. And and, it, and for me, it was like this weird, almost weird out-of-body experience. Like, you know, I was so in my body, as was this other being. We were literally sharing the same body. Um, and, you know, I was so in tune with what was going on, but I had to totally surrender all elements of control because I had no control really on what the process was of how to, you know, create a life inside me. That I just had to leave to trust to my body to know what it was it was doing. But in that space, like, I felt it every single day working. My belly was like this huge swirling vortex of energy, and literally it was like hot to the touch throughout my entire pregnancy. And people would be like, why is your belly so hot? I'm like, that's, that's the energy. That's the baby. That's the baby making. <laughs> that's the bun in the oven. I think that's why they call it the bun in the oven. And, you know, it, it really was the easiest time for me when I would sit and meditate. I would just, you know, want to go up to the light and want to be with the source. And boom, I was right there. Experiencing pregnancy is the most godlike any any person, <laughs> and especially women, can feel in their entire lifeline. And so that's why we're devoting this week in honor of Mother's Day to that space of creation, and we're calling it the creation space, and the pearl of the day is to make that your new zip code. Now, in working in the creation space, it's kind of the most raw, organic, holistic space you can ever experience. And there's one woman who I've met who so completely embodies that space. She works with expectant mothers. She, she's like completely organic, and her whole nutrition is is holistic and every time I see her it's kind of like stepping back into that creation space stepping back into that energy she just completely exudes it with every single fiber of her being and it really is contagious and it's almost like getting a contact high when you are with her her name is Lathan Thomas and she is the founder of Tender Shoots Wellness and she basically set that up as a boutique holistic wellness practice to basically help help particularly women during their childbearing years by empowering them through nutrition awareness, yoga, green culinary arts, and plant medicine. And also by embracing nature and promoting sustainability and green living. I mean, it's just amazing to take this journey with Lace and Thomas and her Tender Shoots Wellness to basically transition from being a woman into being a mother. So I am so excited to help welcome to the Mama's Pearls community, Ms. Latham Thomas. Latham, are you with us? I am. Hi. Hello and welcome. What a beautiful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I said, you just exude this space and you know, and I just, I feel it every time I'm with you that you just work in the creation space and you basically work miracles with moms mm. or moms-to-be. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so you're welcome and thank you for the work that you do. Tell me a little bit about how you came to be in this space. That's a great question. Um First of all, thanks so much for having me, and um, especially on such a um, pivotal, I guess, 
topic <laughs> for all of us that are um, women and that are some of us who are mothers, but those who want to kind of embark on that journey, that rite of passage. Mm-hmm. So it's great that it happens to be the weekend that we celebrate the mother, although mm-hmm. we should celebrate her every day. <laughs> but um, Amen to that. <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> I came I came into this um arena really through um the birth of my son and I was working with with women in general um prior but really once I had my son and during the pregnancy really was a transformation where I started to see that there was um there were not these boutique services that were available to women that were you know more holistically minded but still like modern and wanting to kind of be in the world but wanted sort of this way to tap into some of the ancestral wisdom that we're losing so rapidly and um and also to tune into their own mystical voice and and their own internal wisdom and connect with that and feel like they have permission to do so and so um through i guess the journey of uh you know, prenatal yoga classes that I went to that were um, beautiful but, like, putting me to sleep rather than making me feel like I was coming into, like, physical awareness and becoming more spiritually fit for, um, you know, my birth, I felt that um, I needed to come out and help people in that way. So I was going to teach a particular type of class, which I really focused on um, developing over that time. Um, and also in, I guess, in nutrition and uh, culinary arts, I found it to be very important. Um, it's a time that women are very sensitive and they're very open to changing because they are not only responsible for their own life but the precious life of someone new that they're um, holding space for um, for that 10-month period. And so I knew that I could reach moms in a very particular way uh, during this time. And I love this time. It's like Spring. I'm born in the spring. My birthday was a few days ago. I'm born in the spring. I love babies. I love life. I love anything little. <laughs> so it was just a, the right fit for me. Um, and I guess feeling like I was I was born into the space of being like a caretaker and a mother, um, carrying that maternal energy just sort of weaves through my work um, very seamlessly. So I feel like I can wake up every day and be a mom to others and also have space and time enough to be a mom to my own. Right. I just, I I love the work that you're doing. And yes, happy birthday to you. This is definitely, (laughs) this is definitely the week to celebrate the birth. And yes. And, you know, what I love about what you do and how you kind of break it up for moms on their website, because you know, a lot of expectant moms and even moms that kind of go, you know, are second-time mothers. You know, my second pregnancy was so much different than my first, and even right. though I had so much more more knowledge about what to expect, like I totally forgot everything when I became mm-hmm. pregnant again mm-hmm. about, oh, yeah, I can't eat that and I shouldn't eat this. But, you know, one of the things that I that I love about your whole tone is kind of taking out the guilt Yes, I feel like there's so much pressure on women today, you know, to do everything ten times better and smarter than, you know, two generations ago when they were still smoking cigarettes and drinking while pregnant. Right, right. I mean, go ahead, I'm sorry. 
No, I was just going to say, but what I love about your website is kind of you, you set it up as an open space for moms to really come and feel welcome. And, you know, there's a lot to learn in the process, especially if you're kind of making the transition and deciding that you want your body to be a clean vessel during your pregnancy and afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and again, I can just see a lot of moms feeling, you know, guilty about you know, their dirty little habits of, you know, processed sugar like me. Uh, <laughs> you know. So how do you kind of work with, with those those moms who really might be holding on to a lot of that guilt? Okay, sure. Yeah, I think um I think my approach is definitely more ed- educational and um you know, and not punitive at all. Um I think right. that uh you know, as women we place so much guilt on ourselves already and mm-hmm. we you know, we're always pointing the finger back at ourselves. I think this is something that we're taught very young. And so um, in pregnancy, you're so vulnerable and you're so open and you're so um, in tune, like you're, I was listening to you talk about being tapped into the source. And, um, I mean, there's no other time that's more profound for um, a woman to, you know, really be in the goddess energy than she is when she's pregnant and she embodies right. the goddess, right, the Adi Shakti, right. the mother goddess. And that, you know, anything that you have unresolved emotionally, any guilt, any of those sort of um, really wearing um, emotional states will come out, will emerge when you're pregnant and will um, almost be plastered on like a big screen. And so until you sort of... Come up big time. Yeah, it comes up big time and it comes up until you resolve it. And so um, I think the one thing is that rather than judging yourself and judging each other or like, you know, um, holding, yeah, holding on to that stuff, but let it go and... And then look to see, like, okay, today's a new day. Like, we're blessed every single day with a new day. And the day is fresh. And everything in, that happens in that day hasn't happened before. And so we can approach our life that same way. Like, you're a new person today. And, you know, whatever you did yesterday that you don't feel, like, great about, try something new, you know. And so, um, and see what works. And you'll know instantly um, the prenatal body is very um, attuned, and so um, you know anything that you would do within a few minutes, you'll know like if it works or not. You know, um, anything that you eat, you know within 20 minutes if it works or not for you. Um, right. So we can sort of, you know, we can sort of rather than judge ourselves, experiment with ourselves to see like how can I fine tune. Um, my body and my consciousness and uh, and create a really safe and peaceful space for my baby to grow in and um, and how can I keep myself so blissed out during this time you know like under no circumstances enter into any stressful conditions if you if you can help it you know and um, and rather than hold on to guilt like learn to embrace um, you know, acceptance and learn to also embrace uh, receiving because it's a time, too, where um, people do like to give. Like, they like to give their seat in the subway and they like to open doors for you and they like to do that. And then we, we open those, we leave those gifts unopened a lot of time. We'll say, oh, no, it's okay. I don't need to. And, you know, do this whole superwoman thing. And, you know, nobody's handing out capes. Nobody's giving out medals. So 
it's sort of like you might as well really embrace this uh, the, the gift of of people offering you um, you know service you know or just doing a nice gesture you know um, because. It's a time once your baby gets here that you do have to soften and and you have to take accept help and so it's a good time in the pregnancy I think to to practice those lessons of um, self acceptance of receiving and of um, you know sort of getting guilt out of your vocabulary. Absolutely, um, yeah. It, it was amazing to me because you are so open. I was so completely sensitive to, you know, energy, to food, and my process actually started, I would say, about a year before I got pregnant, I just started noticing my body was had a heightened sensitivity, like I couldn't drink any alcohol, I couldn't, like, have anything that was impure. Mm. Um, my, my system would just literally freak out, like, if I had any sip of alcohol, my whole <laughs> skin would break out in hives, and I wow. thought that was so so fascinating just about, you know, the whole preparation process. I mean, yeah, tons of women get pregnant on surprise, um, you know, and that's that's totally fine. I'm not saying, like, we should always, you know, be on guard for it, but I think that a lot of what you, a lot of what you teach, like you say, can be used and integrated when you're in that completely open creation space throughout your pregnancy and you're harnessing the goddess energy because a lot of times it can be overwhelming and you might not know kind of what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you have a ton of prenatal meditations available on, on your website and to really help women while they're going through their process and then to kind of work with you also. The other thing that I love is that you kind of stem out and, and kind of keep it simple as far as, okay, in order to stay, stay in tune and to keep clear, we're going to work with you in the kitchen. We're going to work with you doing body movement and, and yoga and then you're basically going to be able to take all these lessons with you into the world and beyond motherhood. Like, I just think that's so, so important for women that this isn't just a nine-month journey, that this is really a lifelong journey for them. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I think it's important for um, women to start to see, um, like, look at the life cycle and look at how um, the actions and the decisions that they make now um, sort of pave the road for um, the person they will become in the future that they'll evolve into. And um, everything is a choice. And so when we start to take responsibility, um, I think we have a lot of power that we hold on to. And if we can, you know, drop out of our heads and, like, into um, our womb center and start to, like, operate from that place first, um, we could be really powerful. In in kind of, um, and I'm just kind of like picturing myself like stepping, you know, a few years ago back into this journey and, and kind of starting. And, you know, I look at it now and it's like I have two children. My, my youngest is three years old. And as much as I would love another child, it's kind of like I don't know if I would want to go through the pregnancy again. Even though I had two beautiful pregnancies and it was amazing, like it is a big, it, you know, it's a huge undertaking and kind of like almost a sacrifice of your own of your own body. How do you right. kind of 
work with like work with clients who might have that you know have that kind of fear about sharing their body um i think it's a very common one that comes up i think that for one thing um you know there's a lot of pressure around um our bodies how they're supposed to look um what size we're supposed to be um you know so I think that a lot of women, even if they don't talk about it, um, hold, you know, carry this, as I think, as part of, like, our legacy, either from, you know, our family and, you know, I mean, we're, so a lot of us are carrying our grandmother's stuff, you know what I mean? And so um, I, I see it come up for people at different points. Um, I think that vanity is not such a bad place to move from to transition into um lifestyle change though i also i often right. see it as a really great place to springboard from because right. if someone sees physical change um it's more um it's more tactile for them you know like results are more tactile for them um and then when they sort of have that as a um as a focal point um, all the other practices that I'm, like, weaving into the fold um, can take root. And then the physical, I guess, um, benefits of, you know, like whatever they're experiencing um, will sort of be become um, secondary to how they feel. And um, I think really what I'm trying to get women to, to do is, like, feel their very best, feel their sexiest, their most beautiful, their most charged, their most energetic, and their most powerful. Um, but it, it, I think it often starts from a place of, like, oh, I don't want my boobs to sag, or, like, what's going to happen to my butt, or I have really <laughs> nice legs, what's going to happen to my legs, like, look at these arms I have now. Um, you know, right. like, what's going to happen? Am I going to get stretch marks? Like, you know, we we don't have permission to even, like, you know, really release our bellies and relax our bellies. I think the first couple of months of pregnancy, a lot of women are, like, you know, trying to give disclaimers, like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't eat pasta. It's like I'm pregnant. You know, they just don't feel like it's even comfortable to have their belly be right. even slightly showing, and it's not right. super obvious that they're pregnant. There's so much pressure in our culture around um, looks. So one thing that I think that all of us can stand to do is really, you know, pay um, homage to our bodies and, like, really tell ourselves every day um, that we're beautiful and then work on the parts, you know, isolate the parts of your body that you have, like, issues with and start to, like, you know, tend to that and look at, like, why do I not like my belly or why do I not like my arms or, like, you know, because then... If you can get around the neuroses of, like, your body changing, um, <laughs> which is hard for a lot of us, you know, but when you could get around that, um, you could really dial into the subtle body experience of what happens, right. like, inside and what's happening through you as you right. develop and change and as this baby that you're going to know develops and changes inside of you, too. Um, I see it a lot, though, and also I think the physical... Um, burden for some people of like, you know, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds for some people is a lot. And I think there's fear mm-hmm. around just not feeling comfortable in your own skin. And so yeah. um, I think that there's that as well. But I mean, one thing that you can do to modulate that um, weight gain is 
to really eat in tune with what your body needs. And so kind of like making sure you stay um, connected to like the source of your cravings, making sure that you, um, you know, focus on um, eating whole foods rather than, um, rather than partial uh, foods so that you can get adequate nutrition and, um, and then staying really well hydrated because we know that our bodies are mostly made up of water. The womb, you know, is, is like an ocean, right? It's all fluid, right. right. It's also water. And our joints and everything is being um, cushioned by water, by mucus, by fluid, right? And so the only way that there's communication that happens throughout the body, through the blood, the lymph, you know, all the neurotransmitters, all of that stuff is through the through the um, fluid being the conduit, water being the conduit. And so if you stay really well hydrated, then your cells are really happy and your body can send messages um, through, throughout very um, effectively. And when you're not hydrated, you start to make some decisions that aren't necessarily aligned with what your body needs. Oftentimes when we're dehydrated, we think we're hungry, right? So there's all these things that happen. Um, but I think those are really I had, I had a hard time. I had a hard time with that, though, throughout my my pregnancy. I mean, more so my first pregnancy. I mean, I did not want any vegetables. I didn't want anything green. And I know that a lot of your... A lot of your teaching is really about plant-based nutrition um, and building up from there. And I just, I could, I couldn't. Like I was more, I wanted all the carbs. I wanted lots right. of dairy, like mm-hmm. that. And you know, and when I would tune in, that's that's really what I wanted. It's like, do I really want mm-hmm. to eat that hunk of cheese? And it was like, yeah, I really want that hunk of cheese, and I want right. it right now. So, right. You know. For me, it was I really couldn't. As I went on, like I, you know, I made sure that I I ate some vegetables, and eventually with my with my son, I just wanted Caesar salad. But I think it's 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 really kind of hard to kind of go with what you want to do rather than tuning into your your body and and following your body what your body's lead you know guiding you to. to right. I think it's a combination. I think you know part of it is that. You know, when you think, oh, my God, Caesar salad, you're like, yum, whatever, you know, whatever it is in that. But, you know, there's a crunchy aspect, right? There's a a creamy aspect to it. You know, there's a saltiness. Um, So that's meeting, like, three major things that you might want all at once, right? There is, um, you know, there's a fattiness um, because the dressing has, like, the, you know, dairy solids and stuff like milk solids and whatnot and so you you get like four things like in one little i mean aside from whatever else you might want in um in that but what will draw you to that but i think even underneath that there's or you know you can find out like what it is is it that i'm craving calcium or is it that like my body you know, wants um, more water-laden vegetables. Like, what is it? You know, there's even beyond, like, the thing itself, you know, um, other things that we can, you know, break down and look at. And, I mean, it's not for everyone to sit there and, like, you know, get all sciencey about what they're about to eat. But really, like, just take note of, like, what you're reaching for and what you're not and then what you're reaching for and how that affects you and after you eat it. And then the things that you think you should be eating 
And if you try those out, seeing how your body responds, seeing how you feel after eating them. Because it's not about, like, doing, you know, everything right but not feeling good and being happy. You know, like, food is about also um, feeling good in the process of eating it. It's not just, like, for um, functionality, but it's for, you know... um, we we would eat as a celebration. We would eat as part of, you know, building community. So there's all kinds of things dialed into eating, um, but there's a lot of it that is um, that's disordered for a lot of us in our culture. Um, there's just a lot of you know pressure around food and and um, in pregnancy. If the, if there's any issue that you have around food, it will definitely show up then. And so um, I think that it's just. You know, no, no, no judgment to yourself for like the type of choices you're making. Like I, I meet people and they're like, "Oh my God, I'm vegan and I want meat." And it's like you can't judge yourself. It's not like a, it's not religion and it's not morality. It's really like about sort of making sure that your body is best fit to serve the purpose of growing your baby and. Um, and if you feel if you feel drawn if you're starting to dream about certain things that you should be eating, you're probably supposed to have them. You know, like if you're dreaming about this thing, just eat it. You know, just so that you feel like grounded right. again. Otherwise, you're going to be living your life through the lens of like not having had that food. So I just I just want people to really bring awareness and develop authenticity authenticity with their food, like have a relationship that's really um, stable with food and not like erratic and reaching for crazy things, but like knowing that um, they have choice and exercising choice, not like operating from autopilot. Right. And I think it's also just really just kind of going with that primal instinct that you get when you're pregnant. You know, Mm -hmm. it is very, it's such a... you know, primordial um, experience to, it is, to be totally. pregnant and, you know, to be carnivorous because you're hungry now, um, but really kind of respecting that space and that process and just kind of going with it and surrendering. Um, exactly. But surrendering doesn't mean just kind of like throwing up your hands and being like, I can't do this. It's surrendering to your body. Like I always said, I, I didn't really care about the pounds. I just wanted a healthy baby. And mm-hmm. <laughs> but I probably took not caring about the, the pounds to a certain extreme because I gained a lot of weight with, with both my, my pregnancies. Um, but, you know, just really owning that space and just trying to just love it as much as you can. Um, mm-hmm. So... When is your book coming out? Because you have to be writing a book about all oh, this you're stuff. Oh, so it's beautiful not to. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm writing it now. I'm writing it now. Um, I hope to have further details for you soon. Um, okay. We'll yeah. Um, but it is happening, <laughs> and I'm psyched to share that. Um, I had a really wonderful um, little conversation with Chrissy Turlington the other day, so um, I hope that she'll be involved. But... Um, I am working on it. I, I can't wait to share it with the world. It's really beautiful so far. And, yeah, so hopefully, you know, by Mother's Day, you know, in a year from now, we'll be having this conversation, but you'll have it in your hand. 
That would be a beautiful, beautiful gift to all the mothers for Mother's Day. In the meantime, to hold everybody over for this next year and to get everybody through Mother's Day and in the process of becoming a mother as well as taking these beautiful lessons and, and holding the creation space throughout your pregnancy and into you, and into your life as a mother, I invite everybody to go visit Latham at her website, which is http backslash tendershootswellness.com. She is also on Facebook and she is also on Twitter. Latham, I know you have to go. I'm just so honored and blessed to have shared this Mother's Day celebratory space on Mama's Pearls with you. I'm just so happy. Thank you so much for being with us. Oh my gosh, thank you. I feel the same. It's really an honor and um, I'm grateful to, to be able to speak with you who I think is fabulous as well and doing amazing things and really being this um, container for for women, um, holding the space like you are for um, for women and and really bringing, I guess, to light like people that you think are special. Um, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful thing to to share with the world, so I appreciate you too. Thank Thank you so much, and I look forward to continuing our conversation and to, to diving further with you. Um, it's just beautiful. Thank you so much, Latham. Have a beautiful Mother's Day. Enjoy a continuous celebration from your birthday into Mother's Day. Oh, I and, love it. Thank you. <laughs> right? <laughs> and to your adorable son, who's like the best dancer ever. <laughs> oh, thank you. Cynthia, you too. Please enjoy your Mother's right. Day as well. Thank you so you deserve much. It. I will. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. All the best. Thanks so much. Thank you. So, my dears, that was Miss Latham Thomas. She is just so amazing, and I'm sure you can you can get what I'm saying when I say that she just completely embodies the creation space, and she can just she works from such a pure elemental level that everyone near her, like I said, it's just like it's like getting a contact high from her, and she can just bring you right into that space. So, when you're if you're thinking about getting pregnant, if you have a friend, if you have a, you know, a daughter, um, and if you are a mother yourself, you know, because we think that, oh, this stuff is only for when you're pregnant. No, this is the space that you can tap into at any time to kind of get juiced up. I talk about in the um, in the blog this week on mamaspearls.com, creation space, you know, about kind of that journey back to the creation space. And I've gone back and forth there like in different meditations. And the first time, well, I guess aside from before I was a spirit and coming in and being born, but the first time that I really kind of went went back there was a little bit before I was pregnant with my with my son and I had a dream and I was basically in the dream I kind of saw this line of storks and they were flying and they were going literally back to the birthplace of souls and what they were doing was picking up my baby so I talk about this a little bit more in in the blog and there's also a beautiful short film by Pixar Shorts called Partly Cloudy which is just hilarious Um, but you know and then I saw the store kind of bringing the baby back to me and I never understood at that, you know, until then, like, 
what the hell does a stork have to do with a baby? Like, I just never understood, like, the big cardboard things in front of cut <laughs> cutout signs, you know, announcements. I, I never got it until until that dream. And that whole idea of stepping back into that space, because that is really our home of where we all come from um, and eventually we'll all, all return to on the other side, is something that we can do, you know. But the idea in experiencing this physical realm is to ground that energy. So working with someone like Latham Thomas can help you ground that energy in the here and now through different food choices, lifestyle choices, um, body work like yoga. So again, I wish everybody just a super sweet Mother's Day. If your mother is here, if she has passed on, you know, just take some time to really honor the space of creation. Honor your mother for have creating that space for you to be here and be your wonderful self and hopefully you know, sharing that space with others in your lives. So this is Cynthia of Mama's Pearls reminding you to enjoy your children, enjoy your family, say I love you, and again, remember the space of creation can and always is your zip code. You just have to remember it. And I'm bad with numbers. Have a beautiful Mother's Day, everybody, and we'll be chatting.